Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I hate to break it. You're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we shot up round and round, oh we're queer I've got a feeling, we are on to something here Live from King's Place in London, the Spontaneity Shop presents Global Pillage The comedy panel show starring you, the high pride of the audience And if you're worried, trouble might be coming your way I think that's what I heard the man say I've got a feeling you're gonna be okay Mark Hodge on keys, everybody! <laughs> Hello, I'm Deborah Francis-White and this is Global Pillage, a comedy panel show where we forage the weirdest cultural truffles in the world. We're living on a planet where there's an app to help you name your beard, a tree in India which collects clocks, and a well-known idiom of dubious international origin warning us not to teach grandmas to suck eggs. Why would anyone ever do that? <laughs> Talking about the interesting and the strange, please welcome our comedians. <laughs> on my left, playing for Bishma, Bisha Kayali, and Kima Bob, and on my right, playing for Hit the Rome Jack. Francesco De Carlo and Yasmin Abdelmagyed. So firstly, panellists, what makes you diverse? Bish Kayali? Uh, I'm a brown lady. Oh, I also don't know how to swim. <laughs> the last time Bisha played this game, which was some weeks ago, <laughs> she told us she didn't know how to ride a bike. In a very real way, Bisha, your mother's here in the audience again today. Did Bisha just not want to learn these things, Mama Ali? I don't know why, but I can ride and I can almost swim. Oh, you can... <laughs> so your mum can do all of these things. What a show-off! <laughs> um, Kima Bob, how are you diverse? Being a black American, I'm super mysteriously diverse because slavery, right? <laughs> we cannot... Yeah. Real. Yes. We can't laugh at that, and yet they did. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's, you know, funny from some angles. Um, what yeah. angles? <laughs> like, apologies. <laughs> like, I enjoy a good apology. Um, but yeah, I would say it's diverse in the way that I don't know where I'm from. It's clearly a black place, but Africa is huge, you guys. <laughs> also, it's true, it's so big. I'm like queer, 
I'm neurodiverse, which is so sexy. You might be one of the most diverse people we've ever had on. I don't mean to brag. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm... About slavery. No. <laughs> and why are you called Bishma? We were under a lot of pressure to come up with a name. Yeah. And I went to the toilet and there's a really long queue. Mm. Right, yeah. so it's Bisha and Kima, basically, yeah. in one word. You've Correct. just put your names together. It's a great combo. I think it's an excellent name for something in the future, say, my next dog or first child. <laughs> Bishma. Good to know. Hit the room, Jack. Francesca De Carlo, how are you diverse? I'm from Italy, and uh, my family's from the south of Italy. Mm. And last week, my brother got married with a guy and so mm. we are a diverse family in Italy because it's still not so cool to do these things in my country <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why so we are very happy and uh, I'm very proud of my family so uh, we are diverse in the sense I think lovely it's still lovely. the south of Italy is still uh, in the middle ages you can <laughs> yeah see do they know that you say that about them no <laughs> is that because they haven't got the internet yet no that's <laughs> There's no internet in the south of Italy, likely. Um, Yasmin abdel Magyed. Well, I was going to say I'm Australian, but I mean, that's Australian and London is not that diverse at all. If it was a pie, my heritage, it would, I would divide it into eight pieces because I'm generous. And three pieces would be Sudanese, three pieces would be Egyptian, one would be Turkish, and one would be Moroccan. So, you know, two things about me. One, I'm an engineer and I divide everything into fractions. And two, it would be a delicious pie, right? We have all the best herbs and spices. And also, we, my family was like the second Sudanese family in Brisbane, so most people just had no idea where Sudan was. Because the next Sudanese family only came about 10 years later. Oh, my dad's you always like... You must have been so happy when they got there. Oh, <laughs> mate, we were just like, hallelujah. Um, or Allahu Akbar, depending. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was also the first um, chick in my high school to wear a headscarf. So maroon headscarf, maroon jumper and long maroon skirt. So I look like a nun. It was very confusing for everyone. Um, I tried to pick up guys by showing them my ankle, but uh, it, didn't, it didn't work. I was like, hey, Shane. Shane was not interested. <laughs> <laughs> and why are you called Hit the Road Jack? Because uh, I'm from Rome, and Hit the Road Jack is a popular Australian song. I believe so. I believe yes, so. she believes so, so. I have no idea if it's an Australian song at it's all. Not. It's just something. No, it's not, yeah. I think it's an American song. I think yeah, that's another yeah, thing. I mean, uh, I'm going to claim that. Yeah. yeah. I feel that's I cultural appropriation, guys. Uh, I, I am responsible just for Rome. <laughs> so, I totally outside of this. Well, the white man just taking all responsibility yeah, yeah. away. Yeah, exactly. But I, but I also love that he feels he's responsible for Rome. Which I, which I, believe, which I believe was not built in a day. Uh, but it was built well before your time. I think. Yeah. I'm Deborah Francis-White and I am diverse because I am dual citizen. I'm a citizen of Britain and Australia, and I just travelled. I did a tour of my other podcast, The Guilty Feminist. One fan in there. Uh, we, went to, we went to Australia and New Zealand, back into Australia and back into Britain, and I didn't have to talk to a customs person once. Everywhere I went, I just bit my passport because I've got several... No, two, if you're listening, officials, customs people, too. <laughs> Okay, here at Global Pillage, our facts aren't just checked, they're actually gingham. (laughs) (laughs) This is scorekeeping at its most fierce over in Pedant's Corner. His middle name is Certitude. It's Ned Sedgwick. 
And next, please welcome, it's the King of Keys. And I'm not talking about a stone or metal platform lying alongside or projecting into water, usually for the loading or uploading of ships. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about piano keys, it's Mark Hodge. <laughs> Ned, have you had a global experience this week? Yeah, actually, I've been recording a new podcast called International Dish, in which I interview refugees about food and I cook with refugees. And a question I always ask them, though, is, you know, since you moved to England, what is the English food that you've kind of most enjoyed that you never really had before? And it draws a very long silence. And then, <laughs> and then they all say at the end, does pizza count? Oh. So, Francesco, you have brought into this country, because yes. you're responsible for Rome, so yes. you, you're responsible for the only thing that yes. people, international visitors, really like. You, you should be proud. Yeah, yeah I, I was. I was it, like, yeah, that's ours. <laughs> it's very English of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pillage Mark creates some beautiful noise using a tune from the International Cultural Archives. Over to you, Mark. I'll give you one oh, green crow, the rush is oh. What is your one oh? One and one is all alone and evermore will be so. I'll give you two oh, green crow, the rush is oh. What is your two oh? Two, two, the lily white boys all dressed up in corduroys. One and one is all alone and evermore will be so. You get the idea, right? <laughs> this is a German melody. It's a cumulative song. Each line adds... I was a bit disappointed we didn't get as far as five gold rings. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. It's cumulative in the same way as 12 days of Christmas. And it is a Yiddish construction to a German tune with, in this case, English words. However, what we're going to do... What are the scores, Ned? What are the scores, please, Ned? So you've got the call, you've got the response. Yeah, we'll have a go. <laughs> what are the scores, Ned? What are the scores, please, Ned? Is it possible that a choir has just booked out all the seats <laughs> in today as sort of on a group outing, an away day? First up is our themed round, and this week's theme is war. And Trump's in office at the time of recording, so fingers crossed that when this goes out, this round still won't be topical. <laughs> All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with a correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. What do the armed forces of Iceland, Costa Rica and Panama all have in common? They are bored. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't have anything to do. So. Okay, they're bored. Do they exist? Oh. Yes. Bishmar? They do not exist. <laughs> it's not a core response thing. This is our, they are pacifist countries, so they don't have anything to do. They are very good in Sudoku. <laughs> so the armed forces of the Royal Sudoku Legion. Okay, all right. Bishma? I believe that they are unarmed or not heavily armed. Okay. I think they rule with love instead of fear. They don't need weaponry. Oh, and canal. They have 
there's canals in there. That's Panama. That's fact. The famous <laughs> Iceland canal. Yeah. And so there's a lot of canal-based warfare. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just slap through it. Because when the love doesn't work, then you just hand-to-hand yeah, like, combat. So here's the thing. Okay. In Iceland, there's an app where you, like, if you pick someone up, you, yeah. you can check if you're related, right? So, like, I don't think in Iceland they're ruling with love. Or maybe they are just way too much in all the wrong places. Yeah. Like that's what that sounds like. like. Within yeah. families. Hive mind. What do the armed forces of Iceland, Costa Rica and Panama have in common? Don't exist. They don't exist? They're part-time. Uh, yeah. okay. Just calling it in, really. So, yeah. if you think it's don't exist, buzz now. If you think they're on zero-hours contracts, <laughs> buzz now. It is, in fact, that they don't exist. Hit the Rome Jack did get it first. And so they get full points, other teams get half points. It makes the British defeat in the Cod Wars against Iceland quite embarrassing. Uh, In 1972, we had to sign an agreement basically exceeding a lot of maritime maritime land? (laughs) Sea. Territory. Maritime land is sea, I would say. Yeah, I'd say sea territory to them because they said, all right, if you carry on nicking all our cod, we'll just leave NATO. And we have one of the biggest, best-equipped armies in the world, but we couldn't do anything against diplomacy, so we lost. So there you go. In December 1969, a war broke out between Honduras and El Salvador. What event was the immediate cause of the outbreak? Stolen cocaine. (laughs) Stolen cocaine? Yeah, I agree with that. So Honduras and El Salvador were like, hey... We can have a party, but it's not yeah. yours. Like, it's mine. Yeah. You can have some of my cocaine. And El Salvador was like, I'll take all of it. And then I just... take it. And then uh, the other place was like, where's my stash? <laughs> so do you think it was like, this was this between the politicians? Yeah. What, the politicians Every single citizen. <laughs> they were in some big Christmas party, Honduras, El Salvador Christmas party. Someone took someone else's stash and the other guy was like, I'm the Minister for Defence, consider yourself invaded. Yeah. Is that what happened? Like... Give me my stuff back. And they're like, no. And they're like, well, it's wartime. (laughs) Hit the Rome Jack. Do you have an answer? I mean, I have an idea. I think it's wrong, but it could be tulip prices. Tulip prices? The flower? (laughs) (laughs) It happened. It happened. It was there a was something about tulip prices. I yeah, could be yeah, thinking no. the wrong the tulip, country the and the wrong time. Isn't that tulip Amst- is in, Amsterdam, uh, in, like, though? the 16th century, yeah. All right, wrong time. Well, this is 1969, um, so a little bit later than the 16th century. So tulip wars? I guess not. Nobody. El Salvador and Jews. Was it to do with pyramids? Was it? <laughs> Whoa. Pyramids, okay. Pyramids of cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Hive mind. In December 1969, a war broke out between Honduras and El Salvador. What event was the immediate cause of the outbreak? A football oh, match. Yeah, 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 for oh. sure. A football match? Yes, Anything else on mind? legit. <laughs> An accidental invasion. <laughs> Anything else on mind? An assassination. So yeah, buzz, now, buzz now if you think it was an assassination. Buzz now if you think it was an accidental invasion. And buzz now if you think it was a football match. <laughs> you are correct, Hive Mind. Oh. It was a football oh. match. Good call. A football match between the two countries. And so, do you know any more about it? That's my job. That's literally... <laughs> literally, a computer could do everything else I do. No, no, sure. I just, just wanted to get... Yeah, when you're looking for a replacement for someone, just don't do it so obviously. <laughs> so 
Do you know enough about this that you could take Ned's job on halfway through the show, is what I'm saying? No, I just knew what happened somewhere because of the economy something like the kind of climate. Great. Thank you. Super. Okay. Ned, do you know more details? Yeah, I know shitloads about it. There have been tensions between the two countries. A bit of rioting broke out in a football match. And all the, I think it was the El Salvadorians were in Honduras. And all the, the Hondurans had put kind of dead fish and all of this stuff in their rooms to freak them out. And they were like, we just need to get out of here alive. They lost 3-0. And they said, we won that game because we escaped alive because the riots got so bad in the stands. Mm-hmm. But like, it doesn't matter if we lost the game. Like, we all lived. And then a war broke out afterwards. Wow. Yeah, wow. there were long-standing conflicts there. So. Mm. Oh, clearly, clearly it wasn't just that. <laughs> when they went to war, what would Georgian men take with them from home? Bishma. I just full outfits, like full clothes. Because mm. <laughs> you don't want to be out in the field can you be without clothes, more specific? Because otherwise... I, oh, sorry. <laughs> just trying to... I think that they would leave the house to go to war... Check your kit. Be ready. Be ready. Have your clothes Spare on. Spare wigs. Because it doesn't, it doesn't leave a... Wait, was that, is that that, that era? I feel like the American school system has failed me. <laughs> like, yeah, the British know. school system's not looking that great either. <laughs> and the Italian one is looking really appalling. <laughs> Relatively, we're now looking at the British schooling system and going, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Right. Um, Nevertheless, we're all moving to Finland. <laughs> is there some sort of like totem like or a little ceramic vase maybe mm. <laughs> totem or a ceramic vase take a ceramic vase yeah. to war a small <laughs> imagine the sweetest war ever they're like oh we just brought you for your flowers just army the va- vases great a mean vase, vase. I went to the flower yeah. market <laughs> everyone sold you Every, all of the soldiers <laughs> <laughs> so dagger like I don't know a, a little dagger for your trouble uh, so uh, hive mind when they went to war what would Georgian men take with them from home a Russian passport. <laughs> Points the sassiest answer. Piece of their wife's hair. Piece of their wife's hair. Piece of their wife's hair. That seems to have caused an extraordinary response. <laughs> it's creepy. Uh, Christmas cake. Somebody said wine. In May. Just in May. Did you say wives or wine? Just their wives. Their wives, not the hair, the whole woman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anything else? Bible. The Bible. Yeah, it's legit. Seems legit. An alcoholic drink. Okay, if you think it's Russian passport buzz now. (laughs) That got a laugh, but no support. (laughs) Even from you who said it. Wives' hair buzz now. Christmas cake, their whole wives, Bible, and alcoholic beverage. Um, that is the closest. It's a clipping of a vine leaf. So if the village were destroyed, they could continue the grape. Oh. Uh, this wine was thought to have been invented the way we have it today in what is now Georgia. And interestingly, they still use ceramic vases amphora to make it oh. but they didn't take them to war so I'm afraid look I knew there was vases wow. somewhere yeah, no, but it's really and I would like to say they were probably clothed the whole time <laughs> and it's the end of the round what are the scores Ned 
In third place is Bishmar with five points. Well, in well. second place, it's Hit the Rome Jack with ten points. And in first place, it's a hive mind with 15 points. Whoa. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Yes! What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English, fingers on buzzers? The Uzbeks say, when the camel's tail reaches the ground. When the camel's tail reaches the ground. Uh, the camel is in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> like in a, <laughs> in a basement, in a, in a downstairs. Do you think it's a camel-based idiom about camels? <laughs> if you've got a literal camel, you use this. The camel is, is a, an animal. Yes, the cat. Yes, yeah. that is correct. Okay. It's like a horse with. It's like a horse with two hands. It's an idiom. So. No, it's like when you get home, right? When the yeah. camel's tail touches. The oh, ground. when you get home. You get home. Yeah. When you yeah, get you home. Or in, or in a garage. <laughs> when you pull into the garage, or when you get home, or when you finish pooing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because like I'm assuming the camel lifts its tail when it's pulling. Right. So when you're done taking a dump, then we'll do the thing we need to do. When, the, when it's down. Are you? Are you sorry. Are you no. finishing? Hit the road, Jack. Oh, that's answer. for sure wrong. I've got a whole other answer thing going on, but I was just really in the moment. I'm sorry. I understood when the camel is tall. Oh, tall. So it reaches the ground because it's in a garage. Oh, I see. No, it's when the camel's tail. Why, why did you laugh? It didn't make, made any sense. You, you probably had thought that I was crazy. We had reached that conclusion some minutes earlier, to be honest. So it's when the camel's tail reaches the ground. Taking a poo. She's right. All right. All right. Uh, Bishma? I think it's um, when the penny drops. Like when you understand, mm. it's like, oh, when the penny drops. Oh. I don't know if it's just because it's like gravity and everything's down, but it feels 
right in my spirit. Do camels have tails? Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they do. I've ridden a camel once. I'm yeah, is it so? And it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's not another armed forces situation. <laughs> I'm just checking my assumptions. I mustn't say any more. Uh, hive mind, hive mind, when the camel's tail reaches the ground. Rest time. Rest time, mm. when it's rest time. Mm. When pigs fly. Wow. Oh. Uh, yes. it'll never happen, the end it of the never day. happen because they don't have tails, innit? Do they have short tails? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Anything else? At the end of the day. At the end of the day, okay. It's time to rest, Buzz Now. Uh, <laughs> when pigs fly, Buzz Now. Or the end of the day, Buzz Now. Uh, you are correct, it's when pigs fly. Camels yeah. only have a little tail, and okay. so it will never happen. It Always will never reach check your assumptions. Yeah, you, you know, never reach the. I've learned so much from you today. Thank you. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. yeah. So it's You know, the country with the most camels in the world is Australia. Yeah, and we've got real pure ones too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds a little camel racist. <laughs> Just fitting in with the rest of Australia, really. <laughs> Surely you've never I love my country. <laughs> Surely you've never experienced racism in Australia. Not at, Not all. at all. No, Look one time. Me. I yeah. am the classic Australian. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Surely the racism you experienced didn't hit the international press. Never. <laughs> in Wales, they say, put the fiddle on the roof. Hmm. Put the fiddle on the roof. What do they mean? Uh, like, stop doing what you are doing. Yeah. <laughs> like, stop doing... Stop, stop making do- so much noise. Yeah, right? stop. Like, st- the fiddle's real noisy. It's like when the, the boxers put the gloves on the... Hook on the roof. On the hook. <laughs> when the, when the boxers the put the gloves on the hook. Yeah, hang, up, hang up your gloves. Isn't this... <laughs> <what was that? laughs> yeah. I think it's like, just cut the shit, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, because, like, fiddle, fiddling around... No, like a fiddle. No, yeah, no, but people are also like, like fiddling around. Is that not related to a musical instrument also? Yeah, 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 yeah. What is happening? Put the fiddle. Well, isn't there something about a cat the fiddle playing on the a roof. fiddle? Yeah, yeah, but like it's like a fiddle, no. but then like when you fiddle around. <laughs> I want it to mean the same thing. Hive mind. Yeah. In Wales they say put the fiddle in the roof. In the roof or on the roof? It's actually in the roof. I'm sorry, I've missed you. That is intense. That's, that's very that's different. That's another step. Yeah. 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 Especially Wales. Put the fiddle in the roof. Hive mind. Have a party. Have a party? Oh, yeah. I like that. Fiddles are fun, innit? Sorry? Give up. Stop feeling sorry for yourself. Oh, world's tiniest fiddle. No pity party. So if you think it's have a party, Buzz Now. Give up, Buzz Now. Stop feeling sorry for yourself, Buzz Now. In fact, hit the Rome Jack, had it. It's time to give up, throw in the towel, hang up your gloves. Wow, wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. In Mongolia, when would you hear, may your moustache grow like brushwood? (laughs) (laughs) Bishmark. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> well, say it on three. One, two, three. Will you get married? When you, you get married, yeah. I was going to say so when, when someone gets married. Or when someone finds out that they're going to have a child, Ooh. they say it to the father of the child, may your moustache 
grow so you can be a father. Uh, yeah, and you can play an active role in your child's life because you have great facial hair. <laughs> okay, you're going to have, you know what what you gonna have yeah. a child. Like New Year's or Christmas or like, yeah, like on a, your like birthday. Like a New Year's greeting or yeah. a birthday greeting like may your next year, may yeah. your moustache go like Or at somebody else's wedding when people are like wishing for you to get married. Six or, or a long leave. Those, like, those leave, 17 leave. answers. Long, <laughs> In, 18 to 20 hours. Like so live long. <laughs> live long. So live long and prosper. Uh, or have a chi- have a child. Uh, yeah. Hive mind in Mongolia. When would you hear "May your moustache grow like brushwood"? When you become a man. Oh wow! Oh yeah, that's deep. Oh yeah, that seems more legit. Wishing someone success. Embrace the menopause. I'm here for that. I like that. Fine. It's expensive. I can't want the removal yeah. of all the. I want to be friends with her. Can we be friends? <laughs> okay. Uh, so become a man, Buzz. Now, uh, to have success, Buzz. Now. Or it means embrace the menopause, Buzz now. <laughs> You've got to back that, haven't you? Just because it's so inventive. In fact, it's something that you say after someone sneezes. Wow. Wow. Why? Wow. I've never been Very disappointed spiritual. in a full it's a, country before. It's, 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 it's like a bless you. It's uh, just a, just a saying. It's a thing, like a but actually good luck. every culture does have a different... It's one of those things that every culture acknowledges a sneeze. There's right. no cultures which are just like, oh, I don't give a shit what that person is doing. <laughs> um, my favourite one is, uh, I think it's in Spain or one of the Spanish-speaking countries. They just go, uh, Jesus. You say, Jesus. Wow. So if someone sees us, you're like, Jesus. Yes. A... Oh. <laughs> when I was a Jehovah's Witness, we weren't allowed to say bless you because it was endorsing demonism. But uh, Obviously. Yes. So it's awkward because if you're with a colleague who's not a Jehovah's Witness, you just have to go... You okay? <laughs> it's really awkward. You're not allowed to say it. Yeah. How does it endorse the image? Well, because it encourages the. It's because it's pagan. It's a pagan thing to say, um... bless you, because you're blessing the demons coming out. But the reason we weren't allowed to do yoga was because we'd let the demons in. <laughs> and so I always used to think, if you did yoga and then sneezed, yoga sneezed, would it be like a demon spin cycle? <laughs> Like being force-fed. In third place is Bishmar with five points. In second place, it's Hit the Rome Jack with 20 points. And in first place, it's a hive mind with 25 points. The next round is the team's round. This is the round where each team, including you, please, the audience, submits a self-penned question to their opposition. The questions will be based on fascinating features of their cultural background. Not about their yogurts and what's behind them, but about their origins. <laughs> Did someone here grow up worshipping mermaids? Or perhaps they're from a country where blinking counts as foreplay. Hit the brown jack. Do you have a question for Bishma? We do. So, my question is, it's Sudanese culture, we're going Sudanese culture, what does it mean if you call somebody, the Arabic word is masura, the translation is like a pipe, or they've given you a pipe, or they are a pipe? What does it mean if someone calls you a pipe? It's Uh, slang, it's slang. Is that dick related? (laughs) (laughs) That's just where it went, that's where I'm at, I can't even entertain other answers. Is it, I'm thinking about, is it like, oh, you're a tool mate? 
You're it's an economy tool, dick related. Or is it a useful tool? Like it could be a good thing. Yeah. No, no, no. It I'm describes trying to read your the face. behavior. You're handing me a pipe. You're just, hand, you're just like giving me some random shit. Yeah, you're full, you're full of, of crap. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're full of pipes. Yeah, so many pipes. You're a physical pipe. Yeah. You ready for is, it? Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh, okay. They're late. What? I know, it's wild. It makes no sense. <laughs> That's why it's a great quiz question. <laughs> Bishma did not get it, so that means Hit the Rome Jack gets points. Bishma, do you have a question for the hive mind? Um, so I'm from uh, Houston, Texas. We have a rodeo like every year. It's huge. And there's uh, like bull riding and all sorts of shenanigans, a concert. But it starts by toddlers running out onto the field Catching and tying up what animal? Sheep. Lambs. I've got sheep and lambs. Shit, you guys. I thought that was hard. <laughs> they knew it. It was sheep and lambs. Yeah, it's called mutton busting. <laughs> so that's points for the hive mind. Hive mind, can you get more points now by giving a question to hit the Rome Jack that they cannot answer? I'm Paula. And I'm Brazilian. And we have a saying that says, this is for the English to see. Ooh. When do you say that? There's an idiom, this is for the English to see. Ooh, I love it. And so only hit the Rome Jack can answer, this is for the English to see. It's like the English didn't invade. So like, is it like a surprise for, to like make the English avoid Brazil? Or like, like, is it like, oh, you know, when you've got a messy room and so like they arrive and they're like, oh, well, this is a mess. So we'll just leave. Like, I don't get out of Only they thought that way though. Yeah. <laughs> True that. A mess, they'll take advantage. <laughs> That's my impression. It's tidy, I will also take advantage. <laughs> like a, a sad picture, I will say. A sad, a picture. sad picture. Like something sad. Uh, no, it's when you're making something up to keep the English happy. So we created a law just to satisfy the English. So we say, well, let's put that on keep doing what we need to do so that's for the English to see oh so it's a fake law that the English I feel like messing up your room so that they avoid is pretty much that yeah Uh, (laughs) do you think that that's close enough to get some points or no 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 no. (laughs) okay sometimes I've noticed this comedians will say their answer and then say what the person said and then go I think that's pretty close (laughs) (laughs) and we can get fooled into thinking they are close (laughs) if we listen to what they said and think people were that brazenly lying, Donald Trump. But, no, it was not really related. Okay, all right. So that was a very good one. So this is for the English to see. I think I'm going to take that on board. So it's something that you just have in the front counter and you just go, oh, that's for them to see when they come. This is for the English to see. Great question and points for the hive mind. So, next up is the Game Changer round, where we delve into the story of an underdog who eventually took first prize. And fittingly, if you're on the losing team so far tonight, it's all to play for, because even though there's only one question in this round, it's worth double points. Who coined the term Tulip Revolution, referring to the revolution that toppled the corrupt authoritarian leader of Kyrgyzstan? Do you you want to have a go? (laughs) <laughs> Tulip McGee <laughs> Do you know Tulip McGee? Yeah Because if your answer isn't Tulip McGee You're wrong <laughs> He was a florist that led the nation <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think we're both agreed that it's Tulip McGee. Tulip McGizzle. Tulip, <laughs> Tulip McGizzle. Yeah. That's, 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 that's what his friends called him. Yeah. Sure. I'm one of them. Uh, yeah. I'm a time traveller. <laughs> okay. Uh, Tulip McGee, commonly known to his friends as Tulip McGizzle. Uh, hit the Rome Jack. I mean, the thing is, I know all about the Tulip Revolution. I'm not very good at remembering the names of the people that coined McGee. the term. Or it was like someone more recent who was looking back upon the revolution and was like, aha, uh-huh, this is what happened. So it could have been Karl Marx. I don't know. Wow. Is, that, is Karl Marx wow. your answer? I, Karl Marx <laughs> McGee. <laughs> when did it happen? The, the, uh, the 1600s. No, 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 no. no. This is, that was a tulip mania. That was a Dutch Whoa, thing. Whoa, we're talking Dutch about thing. different tulip situations? Oh, yeah, yeah. What tulip, is up with tulips? Tulips are behind Amsterdam, all of also... the world's great crises. <laughs> Always the problem. <laughs> it was 2005. 2005. Well, John Snow then. Hive mind. Tony Blair. I said Tony Blair. A woman. Boom, I like it. Yes. Because if, if you are a woman, that's what you get called as well. Do you see Joe Brand doing a brilliant bit around a sexism and all of the BuzzFeeds are like, a woman comedian. And then no one calls her by her name. It's just like, a female comedian. Um, because there's no need to name her. She's the one that isn't the men. Um, uh, so was it Tony Blair or a woman? <laughs> if you think it's Tony Blair buzz now... If you think it's a woman bust out, you should vote for that because there's more women than Tony Blair's. Uh, in fact, it was Azmir Akayev who was that same corrupt dictator. He used it in a speech saying there will be no tulip revolution in Kyrgyzstan, after which there was. Because yeah, there had been in uh, quite a lot of Istans in the former Soviet republics, there had been revolutions against corruption with kind of names of flowers or names of colours. So in Ukraine, there was the Orange Revolution. In Georgia, there was the Rose Revolution. Something. And he was like, there's not going to be any, like, tulip revolution here. And everyone was sat around like, that's a good name for the revolution. (laughs) (laughs) The final round is our quick-fire round. Hive mind, if you know the answer, shout buzz and the answer. Fingers on buzzers. Finish this French joke. Which Hollywood actor is a copy of himself? Buzz, the only French actor I know. Uh, it's a Hollywood actor. It's a French joke and a Hollywood actor. <laughs> yes? Uh, it, is in oh, fact, yeah. it is, in fact, Georges Clonet. Well done, comedians. Five stars. Five stars would go so see good. again. What is Spotted Dick? Oh, I don't know. It's a sausage. It's a food. food sausage. Yes, thank you. Thank you. We have Tom from Bake Off in the front row and he shouted, it's pudding. That is correct. Or a disease. Yeah, he has been shouting that for every answer, though. <laughs> Where would you be from if someone described you as a sooner? A sooner. Hit the road, Ah, Jack. sooner, no. <laughs> Puget Sound. Oh, a very, very good answer. It's, in fact, Ohio. What I said. <laughs> In what country would you buy a McDonald's samurai burger? Japan. Yeah, Japan, but I don't want to say that. Well, <laughs> there's a good reason you don't want to say it. It's wrong. Yeah. Korea. No. Anyone? America. Uh, no, Thailand. In China, what Hollywood film was renamed as Warm Shots? <laughs> yes, correct. Hot shots there. The audience already said it. What? Oh, it's um, fast, isn't it? Right. Sorry. <laughs> Which actor who shares his name with an inanimate object was voted People's Sexiest Man of the Year, USA 2016? Brad Pitt. Pitt. <laughs> what? I 
I don't think uh, a pet can be an object. His whole name is an object. No, but Bradley Cooper is not an object. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a cat. We've certainly been objectified. Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. <laughs> Pratt. No, Pratt. There's only one actor whose name Pratt. is an object. It's the... Rock, the Rock. Oh, oh, well, well, well. His name is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yes, yes. Excuse uh, me. Everybody Pratt. knows him by Dwayne. High fine scores there. How old was Alfonso the 13th when he became king of Spain? 13. 12. <laughs> No, he's seven. Just, he became king at birth. Oh yeah, 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 because he's born. <laughs> and it's the end of the show. Well, rescue as In third place, it was Bishmar with five points. Oh. And then again, it was a tight show. Second place, it was Hit the Rome Jack with thirty points. What? Yeah. And in first place, it was a hive mind with 45 points. Well done. So it's Georgian vines for our winners, but our losers have already thrown their fiddle on the roof. And I'll leave you on this quote from footballer and poet Eric Cantona. <laughs> when seagulls follow the trawler, it is because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you. <laughs> An alternative translation of that reads, I believe, simply, drugs are bad. <laughs> Please give it up for Yasmin abdel Magid. <laughs> Francesco De Carlo. <laughs> Fish K. Ali. <laughs> Kima Bob. <laughs> and Sedgwick and Pellet's Corner. Mark Cotter on keyboard. You high five. The list is at home. I've been Deborah Francis White. Good night. <laughs> you have been listening to Global Pillage, hosted and created. Francis White, the questions were set by Ned Sedgwick, music was by Mark Hart, the recording editor was Chris Sharp, the producer was spotted editor shop was Tom Zielinski, program associate was Jessica Mustafew, thanks to Zoe, Sally, and everyone at King's Place. For more information about this and other episodes, visit globalvillage.net. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.